0: cancer conference I'm Lee Silverstein and we're coming to you live from the Renaissance Hotel in Phoenix Arizona at live your best life 2015 the colon cancer alliance annual conference I'm joined now by uh, with dr. Robert Bright dr. Bright is the assistant professor of psychology at the Phoenix Mayo Clinic uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona. Dr. Bright, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Oh, my sincere pleasure.
0: So you uh, spoke to the group about uh, psychosocial support, and coincidentally uh, one of the attendees that I was just talking to, I was asking her uh, what she enjoyed and what she got out of, out of being here, and she, she talked specifically about being able to be with 200 other people that have been affected by colorectal cancer, it a- and how emotional an experience has been for her and, and the tremendous uh, support that she's felt. Uh, talk about the importance of that kind of support for, for people going through this.
1: You know, there's been so much research on the, the power of support and resilience in general within colon cancer and just in general life that um, for people who are able, to, when they get knocked down, to kind of get back up after a major stressor support of other people and not being alone in something is just incredibly valuable um, and the people who are more resilient are the people who don't isolate themselves and who do reach out for support and I talked about in my talk the, the importance of support not only for the people who are going through treatment themselves but for the caregivers and the people around them for them to also get their support because even as we're giving support to someone um, if you're a, a caregiver of someone who has cancer for example um, can be difficult, and I talked about this, to be completely open and really share your feelings and go there, if you will, and talk about your own fears or your own anxieties or what this is bringing for you, because you may be protecting the other person, whether you're the, the person fighting cancer or the caregiver. So when I'm seeing people for counseling, I talked about trying to see them separately so they can talk openly with me. So when people do seek that support in a place like this, you know, and caregivers can kind of go off to the side and go, you know, I really struggle with this sometimes. And this is really hard. Or people with cancer, you know, I, I, I really worry about my wife, but I'm scared to say anything. Or, um, you know, my husband gets so mad, and I don't know how to respond. To, to have an outlet to talk about that and realize that you're not alone with it um, and have the, the combined wisdom of other people who are going through it.
0: Interesting. Y- you mentioned husbands and wives. Do you notice a difference between genders?
1: Certainly. Um, so, you know, the men, we tend to be more stoic and not share and not talk about what's going on. We tend to internalize things more. Um, we're going to not share how much distress we might be in, by and large. I mean obviously there's exceptions to this. Um, so the guys will sit there in my office and, oh, I'm, I'm okay. And, and really in a very protective and um, with an intention of loving um, and, um, where it's coming from is that. They won't really open up and as long as the wife's in the room. Sometimes they won't after she steps out either, the wife, the partner, whoever it might be. Mm-hmm. And, and women are going to be more li- likely or able, just societally sanctioned, to be able to talk about what's going on um, with them. Um, they're more likely than men to seek out mental health care when they need it. Um, we as men do not tend to seek it out even when we very desperately need it. Um, so absolutely I see a difference. Definitely.
0: Is that why uh, not only here, but even at the, uh, you know, the Colon Cancer Alliance around the country has our undue uh, run-walk events. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was sat in on a workshop yesterday and looking at statistics, and the participants are overwhelmingly women. Mm -hmm. And I look around the conference here at more than 200 people, and it's overwhelmingly women. And I know the statistics don't bear out the percentages of people affected by the disease based on what i see here right. so it's not just asking for support but even attending things like this
1: that's right yep we tend to to, ki- to hold it in to keep it inside and it's it's not good
0: yeah how has social media mm-hmm. uh served as a uh, a platform
1: and a, and a uh, vehicle to uh, uh provide support it's amazing i'm, I'm so appreciative. Uh, almost without exception, you know, it's the very positive effects of, of social media um, within this because people, um, some people live in very isolated areas. Not everybody lives in a metropolitan area. And, and sometimes I see people um, in, in separate from colon cancer. may have a very rare kind of uh, medical problem that you know, 10 people in the world have. But they can find those 10 people and get support. But in this case, you are able to connect with people. Sometimes men may, in fact, allow themselves within the anonymity of a social media site they may have a you know a, uh, an avatar and a fake name or whatever it might be but to reach out or even just to be um what are they called they're not stalkers but the lurking lurkers <laughs> yes um <laughs> who are just kind of watching and and seeing what other people are saying but through that getting the support and getting um, the experience of other people and recognizing they're not alone i think it's a wonderful tool
0: what advice do you give uh, from the psychosocial uh, angle? for people who uh, have been recently diagnosed or someone they care
1: about has been recently diagnosed to not do it by yourself to reach out to people definitely but also if you have been recently diagnosed to inform yourself to find out what it is you're dealing with what, what does this mean what are these words stages and, and dif- differentiated whatever the, you know, the f- terms are what are the implications of this? What are my treatment options? And I talked about within my talk, information is power, and that uh, people going through treatment are truly the people in control. They're the quarterbacks. We're there to give you the options for the next play. Um, we have some experience playing the game, and we know what, options t- what, what plays tend to go best. Um, but ultimately, you're the quarterback, and you get to make the decision as to what you want. It's our job to inform you. But I really encourage people to seek information, but to seek it from reliable sources, to reference your social media thing, that can be great, and there can be some bad stuff out there in social media. People are saying things that are blatantly untrue or or mean, um, but the same is true of the internet. Whenever I see people, I always ask them three questions. What have you been told about your prognosis? What have you read on the internet about your prognosis, which may be completely different and completely inaccurate? And then I always ask them, in your heart of hearts, what do you think it is? And that may have nothing to do with reality. You know, they may say, my doctor told me, you know, I'm going to live for 50 years, but I'm pretty sure I'm dying next week. Or they told me I'm going to die soon, but I know I'm going to beat this thing. And... What that tells me is where the person is emotionally and psychologically and how they're reacting and dealing and working their way through this. Uh, ultimately, it doesn't matter to me which was accurate. What matters to me is where the person, I mean, as far as my treatment of them and, and psychiatrically, sure, sure. Is it what matters to me is emotionally where they're at with it, and that's where we're starting.
0: What about people that don't ask, that don't want to know the
1: prognosis? And, and there are definitely people like that, and I ask folks that as well. You know, some people are you know, like the doctor kind of type. So I want to know every single thing. I want to see every study. Um, I want to make every, and other people say, you know what? Do what we need to do. Let's go. Let's get to work. I don't need to know. You tell me what's the best thing. Or don't, I very, um, many times to tell people have people say, I don't want the doctor to tell me the prognosis. It's not going to change the outcome. I'm going to do things the same way either way. And that's fine. It truly is, again, an individual thing. And I encourage people to let their doctors know because there can be frustration on both sides. Like they're telling me more than I really want to know, and I have to stop them. Or I keep asking and nobody will tell me. So to try to negotiate that with your doctor and let you let the doctor know, let let him or her know that you know, here's where I am and here's what I, what I want from you to help me make the decisions I need to make.
0: Where can people go? Wher- where do you advise people go to find the
1: support that they may need? This is a great resource. um, An organization like this is phenomenal. And, of course, you have the local and the national um, pieces of that. Um, I think cancer support groups in general are a wonderful resource. And as I said earlier, not everybody lives in a metropolitan area where they can access that. And there you tap into, again, the the social media um, aspects of that. Now, for some people, it's not a cancer-related support thing at all. It's their church. It's their bowling league. It's the people they went to high school with that they're reaching. It's their hunting buddies. Um, That's fine. Just don't do it by yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What do you think when you, I don't know if you've had the chance to observe this, but you walk into this setting, and especially last night during registration, everybody was arriving, and you see hugs and kisses.
1: That's support and love. That's what gets you through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty special. Yeah.
0: Dr. Bright, thanks so much for stopping by. I appreciate the time and uh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Absolutely.